This is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Mother Hubbard. <laughs> now, this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. Album five, track eight. More. 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 Once upon a time, I had plenty of nothing, which was fine with me because I had rhythm, music, love. The sun, the stars, and the moon above had the clear blue sky and the deep blue sea. That was when the best things in life were free. Then time went by, and now I get plenty of plenty. Um, the iconic, <laughs> after last week's tirade, uh, Stephen Sondheim's song that Madonna sings many, many, many times in the film Dick Tracy. It's more. She sings it many times, and yet, as I've bemoaned in previous episodes, we do not get a full musical number. And yeah. it is really, it's really to me the the thing that I would point to to say that Warren Beatty is not a great director, like of all time, that he did interesting that he did not recognize that in a movie show movie that spectacle that he was creating to stop for five minutes and let her have the motherfucking number it was clear they made a whole number yes yes and yet where is it yeah where where on the blu-ray because the blu-ray has been released of this film and i always was like oh they're gonna eventually do a blu-ray and include like the uncut versions of the madonna songs no nope um, it's infuriating song, to me. I love this song so, so much. I was so in the bell jar of my Sondheim fandom when this song came out. And this song is the most Sondheim-y. It has all those cool inner rhymes in it. Each possession you possess, help your spirits to soar. That's what's soothing about excess. Never settle for something less. It's nothing, something's better than nothing. Yes. I mean, it's just like, uh. And um, I, uh, when I was... Uh, listening to this song growing up, um, I had a, my cousin, Allison, who's probably listening to this. Um, she was like three or four and I taught her how to dance to this song and we played it over and over and over again. And she played all the girls in the song and I played Breathless Mahoney. Obviously. Of course. Yeah. And um, she was amazing. <laughs> she and my, my, my cousins, Allison and Megan both learned to how to dance and sing oh. to this song. In, what, in the summer of 1990. Tell me something. Did you by chance have a stroke of brilliance and videotape this experience? Um, I believe there is footage somewhere. <laughs> I'm not sure who has it or where it is. And I'm okay. sure it's on a VHS tape. I don't think it has been digitalized. Well, listen. Share with our audience. I just want to say to whoever's listening who's part of Mark's family, yeah. if you know where this VHS tape <laughs> oh, is, God. contact me directly. <laughs> I will pay for you to, to digitize it because we must have this footage. It oh. is of the utmost importance and it is iconic. It is, it is instantly iconic. <laughs> I'm chubby. I'm probably wearing an ill-fitted polo shirt and shorts. <sighs> Uh, and I'm barefoot in the yard performing this song with all of the vim and vigor I am capable of in 1990. Yes, because, you know, this song is, is the best parts of musical theater, which is like yes. you want to inhabit 
the voice and the attitude of the song because it's so much fun and it just keeps moving you know moving and moving and moving forward there's nothing in it that repeats it like just builds and builds and builds the wordplay is so much fun to learn and like then you get to play this character who's just unabashedly you know greedy and 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 the song is all about the song is a kickback to all kinds of references to you know diamonds are a girl's best friend to i got rhythm the best things in life are free i got plenty of nothing i mean it it's littered with references and kind of nods to all of those songs about really depression era you know everything we're we're bankrupt everything's gone but you know i can get it like get it and grab onto what you can get and hold on to it because you never know if you're going to have an opportunity again to get it again well i don't know if i mean i think it may be hearkening to those songs but her character is sort of like i have diamonds i have a yacht and now i'd like more and more and more like she's she's a rich bitch and she's gonna stay on top is what she's saying in the song because she has this insatiable need for more yeah which is american got my diamonds got my yacht got a guy i adore i'm so happy with what i got i want more count your blessings one two three like this is a song when uh, Big Boy Caprice has kind of unseated Lips Manalis and um, has put him in a cement case and put him in the river. He's kind of taken over Lips's club. And before this, it's a lot of like sleepy, bluesy music and Madonna's looking like a piece of crap. And then uh, Big Boy comes in and I think he brings the song with him going, you know, it's gotta be up. We gotta do an up tempo. And so, um, uh, Madonna is learning this song with with Big Boy in a rehearsal, and it is some of the funniest uh, and liveliest moments in the whole film. Or, or was is when Al Pacino is teaching Madonna how to sing this song as Big Boy. And there's all these kind of like faceless, nameless Corines who are wandering around as well, who we never know and we don't get a list of who they are in the liner notes. I have no idea who these women are. Um, On a side note to that, I do remember from an interview that Madonna, like it was on the set of of making dick tracy and she comments on one of these dancers having a great ass and how she wished she had that ass which just made me think about madonna and the controversial possible we're not sure um ass implants um we're sure and yes um, (laughs) i'm trying to be nice i i I think they did and this was also the number whenever um they they talked about the dress this because at the end of the film um, they intercut action sequences with Madonna performing this number, like the finished number. And she's wearing this sparkly silver dress. She looks like a hundred million bucks. 
and um, her boobs are very low cut in the dress. And they, I think this is where that famous, like, we're going to glue her into the dress and her boobs are like insured for $3 million a boob, a breast um, to protect them. Cause they're like the most, I think someone said, you're going to, you're going to mess with the most famous breasts in, in the world or something. Cause the dress was so um, tight and low. Huh. I never heard all of that, but I like it. Well, and I remember reading about it. And then whenever she does like an, uh, uh, like a big gesture, I'd be like the breasts, the breasts, be careful. Do you think they actually fell out? Because it seems like a Madonna thing that at some yes. point they fell out. I think you know they fell I mean? out many times during the, the um, <laughs> recording of this, you know, of the the film the filming the recording was done before um, right right this song seems this is the most impressive vocal on the on the whole album agreed it, it to me it is like actually what the whole album is built around like mm -hmm. bringing us to the well to this moment and to be honest what can you lose which comes next yeah. which the denouement of this is is what can you lose yeah like th it's it's sort of setting us up to really allow our ears to hear this and yeah. it she really then just serves it you know what i mean like she serves it a hundred percent and she just lets it be like but you can also tell you know she talked about how how hard she worked to learn the song and how hard it was because like there's no note that stays the same there's no repeats there's everything mm -hmm. is always changing and you can tell that she worked really hard but then what's great is that you can tell now by the time she recorded it that she's sort of dancing on top of it, that she's free within the structure of it, you know? Oh, that's so smart, Kenny. You're right. That's true artistry is taking all the hard work and sub, sub subverting it and just letting it all go and doing, doing it. And because yep. it, it never feels like she's sweating or she's like working at all. No, um, it's so fizzy and bright and fun. Nothing's better than more. One is fun, why not two? And if you like two, might as well a four. And if you like four, why not a few? Why not a slew more? More! If you got a little, why not a lot? Add a bit and it'll get to be a noodle. Every jot and tittle adds to the pot. Soon you got the kid as well as the caboodle. More! More! Never say when, never stop plenty. It's gonna rain at it I kind of wish she had this had been nominated and won instead of sooner or later. I think it would yeah. have been amazing to see her do this live. Uh, I agree. I mean, I think in a way, winning for sooner and later was was for both of these, you know. And it was just Definitely. a nod to like the amazingness of Sondheim and Madonna. Yeah. But I really also love, I love and I'm also always annoyed by the part where she slows down at the end. She's mm -hmm. like, once you've had it all. And then yeah. the backup vocals who are sort of in that Korean, you know, that like that great. The shrillness of those background vocalists. It yeah, it's yeah. so fun. And just sort of teasing us and teasing us and teasing us until she has that big end. You know, it's oh. so great. Oh, it's so Broadway. It's so Broadway. <laughs> Except once you have it. Oh, have it all. You may find all else above. Else above. That though 
so much i think and again i i i look at i always look at the 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 art from the album and and there's that fabulous photo of of madonna in the silver dress like leaning against the car and uh-huh. i just feel like it, it, it they shot it right after she finished doing this because she was like yeah i am breathless mahoney mm-hmm. i just proved it on that song yes i love that um, she never, she never sang it live. She never did it after the the recording of the album. Um, I think though, she's probably very proud of it. I and, think so too. And I've never, this is the one song from the Dick Tracy songs that I've heard sung other places. I've never heard it sung ever. It, 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 it never has sounded better than when Madonna did it. It's true. Yes. Yes. It's truly hers. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Go listen to it and dance. Tap dance. Yeah. There's the tap dancing in it. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, that brings up something else I wanted to point to really last thing Mm -hmm. is that this is that is that sound of the tap dancing is something that then we start to hear in her live shows where she brings in these funny sound effects that are authentic, but also are surprising. I mean, really, at the end of the day, Madonna live is a, she's a vaudevillian. Yes. And she always has a moment. She always has these broad, humorous moments in her shows. Yeah. Even the darkest show, like, I mean, even I, I think maybe Confessions, there's not that moment, but... Um, but even in Drowned World, I mean, there's always a moment of kind of broad, humorous levity. And I th- really think she, she. I mean, we, we make fun of Madonna when she wants to be a stand-up comedian and worse when she gets on, goes on The Tonight Show and does some stand-up. But um, I really think that's her, that's her yearning is to do that. Absolutely. And it definitely served her being like, oh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, cavort around the stage with, with diamonds. It's her Judy Garland moment. It's her it's her um it's her 40s moment absolutely oh till next time till next time thanks bye 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 more, more. <laughs>